We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and can't get a hold of anyone. If only you had a Discover card. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So glad that you're here. Charity, I am such a super fan of you. I'm so happy that I've gotten, that I I get to talk to you about everything that has happened in your life, the complete, um, huge life experience that you just had as the bachelorette and where Mm -hmm. you are now. Like, I'm just so thankful, but even without all that, I'm so excited to get to talk to you, not just Charity Lost and the Bachelorette, but Charity. Thank you for being here. That was huge. And I said it time and time again, it's like, I just want people to obviously like recognize me for like charity, not just like the role of bachelorette. I'm sure you relate to to that. Um, So it is an honor and a pleasure to be sitting in front of Hannah Brown. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here and I can't wait to dive into all the things. It's going to be good. I mean, you are an engaged woman. I'm engaged. I know. This is crazy to say. I literally am an engaged woman. But yeah. How does it feel? I mean, to be able to like say that out loud. Oh my God. It is like insane. I've been like on the edge of my seat, like watching these episodes back. And like, obviously it's like you're reliving these moments, but it's also, it's like they're 10 times more special when you're just like kind of zoned in on the person that you're with. So like watching like the moments between me and like dot and it's just like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> like it's just, I cried. Every single thing is insane. Um, but yeah, it just makes it that much more better. So like I've been waiting to just like, just say and tell everyone and just be happy and let that show and radiate. Yeah, no. And you can definitely see that. And I can imagine like, I love how you even just um, said that because some people say, yeah, well, focus on the negatives of watching it back um, and how hard it is. But even just how you're like, when I watch it back, I just focus on the, my relationship with Dot. And like, yeah. that is really sweet and telling and that it makes you feel these emotions. So like, it yeah. seems like you're so happy where you're at and you feel like this, this is your guy. It is like, I am beyond happy. And um, this is why, like, I can't, I couldn't wait for these moments to talk about it because it's like, obviously we see what, like the viewers see what's on TV and what's, you know, obviously what we can say is the edited version of it all. But it's like, I also experience these moments. And, you know, when I was telling my family and trying to like, you know, make sense of like our connection, it's like some of the stuff like I, that's not shown. It's like, I wish I could, put into words of what I was feeling and what helped me like come to the decision of like, Oh, this is the person that I'm going to be like spend forever with. But like, when I say this whole time leading up to like the end, like between me and dot and there was just like these little signs that I would get that I can't even like make sense of. And I know like it was just like direct from God or like whatever the universe. And I was like, this is insane. Um, <clears throat> there was a time where I like even tried to like, brush it off because I was like this this is like me in my head or like this is like too good to be true like I talk about that so much um mm-hmm. but like when I say from beginning to end like it was just a, a true love story 
Uh, I will say I, <laughs> I picked Dotton for you. I love Joey because he's just a little sweet little sweet baby. <laughs> baby. Yes. And he, I could tell like you had two men that really you could tell from the beginning. I'm like, okay, these guys really like love her and are, and are being, I feel like being themselves, but Dawn's older, right? How yeah. Dawn is 30 and then yeah. Joey is my age. So 27. You can tell. Yeah. You can tell the maturity that I feel like Dawn had and just the way that he holds himself. Yeah. Um, and the way that he could hold space for you. Exactly. It was really special watching. And I think going back to like, you know, your background, I think you could probably really pick up on that. Oh, for sure. I was like, the way this man talks nonetheless, but it's also, it's like from our very first like conversation that really I felt was transformative for the both of us. I like what I just explained to you. It's like just being seen, it's being seen for like purity and like my, the depths of who I am as a person, not just like me in this role as bachelorette. And I really felt like he took the time to really like get to know me. He was like very observant of like how I carried myself with like the other men. Like those are things that like truly like someone who really loves you is going to pay attention to you. And like, I don't have to ask for him to do that. Like I didn't have to tell him to do these things. Like he's just already just so emotionally aware and in tune with himself to do that. But also like getting to the point where he's in tune with me to like, you know, hold that space for me. Like you said. Yeah. I, um, something that you just said, I, I feel like, a lot of people don't understand about when you're the bachelorette. Uh, there's a little insecurity, I think, for anybody when coming with that. Because, like, why? what are the intentions of these men? Mm -hmm. And are they liking the facade or this elevated version of myself? Yeah. Can they get past that? Which I also can say, as a contestant, you see this, you see this person in all their, like, glory and they're done mm -hmm. up there and the you know they look the very best that you've ever looked in your life all the time yeah. on these beautiful dates and it's hard not to get swept up in it and i feel like i was aware of that mm -hmm. and so i was constantly like what are these guys seeing what are they falling in love with what is it that makes them like they're saying all these things and i don't think they're um all like lying to me right. yeah they even do they like fully understand that this is them falling in love with like a version of myself, not actually me. Right. Yes. And so like, that is like so huge too, because it's like, I think me also being aware of that, like sparked conversations of me asking like, okay, what are the things that you're noticing? And like, I remember asking like Dot and that I asked Joey that it's like, what are the things about me that you actually like? And I don't like, I don't ever want to tell them or craft the answer for them. I want them to tell me like from their hearts of like what they see. And it's like, okay, yes, I'm confident or yes, like I'm beautiful. But it's like, I get told that all the time. And it's like, mm -hmm. there's much more to me. And so like when I, I knew like they potentially both could be like my person is like when they started just like noticing things that like not a lot of people commonly will ever say to me. And so then that's when I was like, okay, like I got butterflies. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> so yeah, it's like really huge when, um, cause not everyone, like, like you said, not everyone can, can do that or have the ability to like make that distinguishment. And so, um, for them to kind of do that very early on, but like continue to progress in that. Beautiful. No, I think both of your final guys, like, I, I have a different view and now you will a different view of watching other people on the show. And um, so I'm always like really listening to what the guys <laughs> yes. 
time I was like, oh, wow. Like I was so happy for you. Yeah. To have, like, of course you found like a, an amazing guy, but to know that you had, I would say two guys that really mm-hmm. saw you and then you got to, to be able to decide, okay, like who just makes me feel maybe at the safest, the most seen. Right. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I'm just so um, happy that mm-hmm. it worked out for you. It, <laughs> like for me, I don't know what it feels like to be like this. Genuinely <laughs> happy for you. Thank you, Rihanna. <laughs> talking about Bachelor, obviously, but mm-hmm. I want to like go back because I think it's it's better for us to just go back and like know your history before how you mm-hmm. even got into this whole world. So yeah. that was going to get into where you are now. Mm-hmm. It just all, um, it just completes the the story. Yeah. So you are 27 years old. Mm-hmm. You're from Columbus, Georgia. I am. I have been to Columbus, Georgia <laughs> I, because it's, it is actually close to Auburn. Yes, it is. Where are you going? <laughs> I know you ain't. <laughs> I knew we were going to do it. <laughs> but, um, but it's, yeah, it's like only like 45 minutes from Auburn, right? Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah. Did you always know that you wanted to go to Auburn? I actually did not. So crazy story. So I don't know if you know, but like my whole family. So my brother went to UGA and then my parents are Alabama fans. So that's why. So my dad was like truly begging me. Like he's like, come on. Like we toured Alabama and I was like, okay. Like I kept in the back of like my head but then like it was just something about when I went to Auburn like it was just I felt very like tight-knit like it felt very like family oriented and I was like I don't know like this is like this is the campus for me so it's like the typical story of just falling in love with the the campus um but truly like my time at Auburn was amazing like I I would have never went anywhere else if I could do it again I 100% would um so yeah so I would have probably ended up at Bama but (laughs) So thank God I did. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, wait, so did you grow up like rooting for Alabama like football team before you went to Auburn? Yeah, so I was not even an Auburn fan. So that's crazy. So it's like yes. I was like, kind of going with what, like obviously what your parents like kind of instill in the house. It was like my dad like has his whole backstory with like Alabama. And so I was like, okay, like, I'm an, I guess I'm an Alabama fan. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so it's crazy because my first – I don't want to say my first, my first Auburn game was the kick six. So like when, <laughs> when we, like Auburn won at like the one second. So I was like, okay, like this is what college football truly is like um, in Jordan here. So yeah, um, I was not truly an Auburn fan, but then obviously once I went there, just, yeah, like got a great for your school. <laughs> no, I, of course, I'm an Alabama fan. I went to school there. I'm from there. Yeah. But I also went to school there uh, because of a boy. And mm-hmm. I would never suggest anybody to do that. But I met <laughs> one of my very best friends that all worked out the way I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. But um, after that that relationship, I dated a guy who was from Auburn and went to Auburn. Mm-hmm. And he actually was so great that he was, he was the best. But I loved the city. I'm not going to say. Town. Town. Um, amazing. It, it's so sweet. So I understand why you fell in love with it. I never even toured it because yes. <laughs> I thought, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't go to Auburn. Like my family like disowned me, but I <laughs> Ole Miss, that was kind of the place that I was like leaning towards. Um, mm-hmm. 
but it's it's the best. What is your degree in? Mm-hmm. So um, I did both my undergrad and master's there. So getting my my undergrad in rehab and disability studies, um, which I was going to take like the OTPT route. Um, and I've been working with kids did a lot of work with like kids with disabilities. Um, a lot of my internships were like focused around that. And so in between getting my master's, um, I worked in the school system and again, continuing that line of work. And I just saw how much there was like a serious need, or I don't want to say neglect, but like just a need for like that community. But in general, like in the school system, like working with kids, it's like, we don't talk about it enough in general, but like, especially in that community, like I was seeing and noticing like how much these parents and these families like really needed like additional support in like the whole mental health aspect of it all. So I also wanted to like, um, have a career where I was developing and having these like relationships with the people that I'm working with long term. And so I knew like, yes, I didn't just necessarily wanted to be in like a hospital setting or just like a rehab setting. I was like, okay, like, you know, when you're working with clients and when you're talking to them, like, I feel like I just talk to people good. Like people have always like told me that in my life growing up. And then obviously just like being so great with kids, I was like, this is perfect for me. So um, that kind of like fueled my decision of going back to school and like getting my uh, master's in clinical mental health um, counseling in that field in itself is so much more broader than just like focusing on school counseling. So um, that's how I ended up in that specific arena. And um, it's just been great. Obviously, I haven't been in work <laughs> some months, but it's fine. Yeah. You just recently graduated and then life. Yeah. When uh went up in a whirlwind. <laughs> I really relate to that. I did not get a master's. So I, I graduated and then I did Miss Alabama mm-hmm. and I really didn't like my life just went on this crazy trajectory that I never could have imagined. And um, do you see yourself continuing going back to working? Cause it's a, your, I guess your role is like a family, child and family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you see yourself going back to that work or now do you have you like, do you have any other like ideas that you wouldn't have had before of how you want to continue on in different career opportunities? Um. So, yeah, so I've been getting that question a lot. Um. And for me, it's like, I just know like what I do is a part of my purpose. And so I never want to like, just completely like get rid of that or just like, act like it's it's not a part of my life anymore so I don't necessarily know like how that will look like um I will be honest like obviously therapy it's so needed and therapists in general need it so I definitely like definitely still have the call and desire to do that but to go back and to do a nine to five at this stage of my life when I have all these opportunities it's like I can always like come back to that um and that's like the beautiful thing of it and I think people also like can understand that a little bit better. Um, that's the only reason why I even like took off on this like whole adventure. Cause it's like, I was still fresh in my career. Um, yeah. I'm not like 20 years in, you know, and I have all like, this life experience, but um, so I do plan at some point to like either integrate it in like whatever I'm doing, like in the future. Um, but I don't know if that'll necessarily mean like I will go back in the office and be like nine to five working like 40 hour weeks. Cause that was a yeah. lot. <laughs> And, you know, I think as, especially in the last few years, we've, we've realized that you don't have to work a nine to five to make a big impact. And I think the knowledge that you have, and honestly, this is like a whole nother 
um, life experience that you can bring into your work. And I think integrating like what you've learned is, is really powerful because it can help so many people. Now you have so many eyes on you. And I always, I, I always bring some, it doesn't matter who I'm talking to. I'm going to bring it back. <laughs> I, love, I love that you have this knowledge and now you have these eyeball, eyeballs on you that you can honestly share with so many yeah. more people than you would have ever had the opportunity to. Um, exactly. so yeah, I just didn't know if that was still something you wanted. To yeah. Do. Yeah. I definitely do plan on like using it some way, somehow. Um, just at, right now I'm like, I, I wish I could tell you what that's going to look like, but yeah. I'm open to like literally any and everything. Um, I'm just obviously as we, as you know, it just, at this stage in my life, it's just, I, I did not envision this. So I'm like, what, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> I know when people ask me about my life. I'm sure I, I'm like, I could have never made this up in my head that I that. would have gone on these TV shows. Mm -hmm. um, and for you, like now you're engaged, found somebody that you're like so in love with. And love now it. you have like in a matter of months. So I also like want to say when I'm asking these questions, if you say, Hannah, I have no idea. I'm mean, like, yeah. And I will, be, I will be so honest. Listen, I'm like, I don't know what's next. I wish I knew. Um, no, I know. That is exciting. As a little girl, what what were you like? Like, could you have imagined this type of life yourself being on TV? Lots of people no. watching what you're doing. No. And I, it's so crazy because even just like, not even as a little girl, but like three years ago or just even four years ago, like, I would have never, like, the person who I was was so different. Um, and I, like, always come back to, like, the confidence aspect and, like, that piece that people always say, like, oh, my goodness, you're so poised. You're just, like, you're so confident. It's, like, that was not always me. Like, it was not. Um, and that was, like, and I probably that to just a lot of, like, self-growth and, like, growth that I, I took on myself to just be very intentional and, like, really getting myself to the place back or not even back, just where I think I always was destined to be. I just didn't know if like I had it in me or not. Um, and that was just from like life experiences, relationships. But as a little girl, like, no, like I was just like this little wholesome, like sweet, cute little girl. Um, great childhood. I did like, you know, I cheered growing up, um, all these things like really involved, but I never in a million years would have imagined like, oh, this is going to be an opportunity for me. Like I'm going to be in a position where I'm essentially or essentially giving a love story to, to the world and just like inspiring so many like young women. Like I didn't, I did not see that for me at but all. But did you have like main character energy as a kid? No, like, no, I like, I feel like, I, feel like I, I did. I thought, I thought I, was <laughs> I will be very honest. Like, I was like, I don't want to say I was shy. I definitely came out of my show like way more in high school, but like I was not, I, like, I hated like people staring at me. I hated like being like, I just hated like people watching me. I hated being looked at. Like I would, again, like, it's just like, I don't know if it was like a confidence thing or just, I was just naturally shy, but like who I am now, like no way. Like it's not anything alike or similar in any way. So um, no main character energy that didn't really get, I think, um, developed until a couple years ago <laughs> did you start dating how old were you when you started dating um like 15 16 so like yeah that was like my first real like relationship um mm -hmm. so like high school okay. yeah okay and in that relationship did you think you were 
and love. Because I, why I'm asking all this is because I feel like a lot of my past experiences mm-hmm. um, really got me to where I was like on Bachelorette made, made me, I guess, mm-hmm. like, interesting enough and people want to see my love story. So yeah. I didn't know if that's something you related to because of some of your past relationships and, and yeah. where that's at. Yeah. So like, obviously, um, like the first, like for real relationship was very like brief. Um, and you know, you're just like in high school, you don't really know. It's just like, I think it's like puppy love and you think you have an idea or concept of what love is, but it's just like, mm-hmm. it just feels good. Cause it's like, Oh, like we're in high school. Like you're coming into your identity of who you are as a person. And this is someone who's like admiring that for whatever that, that looks like or whatever. Um, but it wasn't until like towards, um like senior year was when like that was when I really got like into like this really big relationship which was the one that I talked about a lot that was on and off so it's like it started senior year um and then transitioning to college of course that always gets so tricky so like that was the relationship I think that taught me a lot about like oh this is what (laughs) love could look like but this isn't really what love is um yeah so I learned a lot through that um and it's like me talking about it. I can totally talk about it now. But in the in the time, I I think I knew that that person wasn't for me. But for whatever reason, I was like, this has to work. Like, this has to work. Um, and I think, obviously, like, I think you can relate. Just, like, being in the South, like, all of your friends, you see them, like, get married so early. And it's like, oh, like, I had almost this, like, shame around, like, if this doesn't work out. I was like, everyone knew, like, this was, like, the relationship and like in high school like people like looked up to like us or just like saw us as this couple and he was pretty like well known in my like community at the time so it's like I didn't want this to be like essentially like a failure and so I like hung on to this and I was like no like this is not serving me in any way um and obviously I can sit here and say now like I truly do wish him the best but like when I say like that relationship really like destroyed me like to my core um <laughs> like truly um, and it took a lot of me like pulling myself up out of it. Like I, I hid so much from like my, my family, from my friends for the sake of obviously just wanting to be perceived well. And it's so sad to say, but like, I don't look at it being sad now. It's like a part of like the growth and who I am now, but like, yeah, now being in the position, obviously as bachelorette, it's like, I know I did the work. I, I went to therapy. I did all of this, all of these things to get back on track and like really like find myself again. And so like knowing that I was not going to accept this role or this position as bachelorette if I didn't do that. Um, if I had not done all of that, there is no way I would have survived this entire experience. There's absolutely no way um, because it almost broke me <laughs> while like being in like the most stable place that I've ever been in. And so that says a lot. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I have been in a really awesome season, but also a season that has been pretty stressful. There's been a lot going on. Um, I can see where some of those things that really keep me grounded, um, I have not been able to make time for and not know how to do that. And so it's been weighing on me a little bit. And look, we all carry around different stressors that can be big or small, but when we keep them bottled up and don't talk about like what's going on in our life, it can really affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest to really talk about what you're going through and figure out a way to work through whatever that is that's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge if like, you're just not feeling that connected with somebody. You can always try it again. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash tomorrow today to get 10% off your first order. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash tomorrow. Today is about looking for new ways to better ourselves, but sometimes that means looking in a totally different place or even a different state. In South Dakota, travel is transformative. It's good for the soul. It's the kind of place to just let go to escape from the routine and predictability of life, to put down the phone and pick up a sense of adventure and to see the world a little bit differently, as in not through our screen. Life in South Dakota is about unplugging from it all and connecting with the world around you. It's about being open to real surprises and treating your senses to a real, raw, natural beauty that doesn't need a filter. Whether you're exploring the mountains and trees of the Black Hills, hiking through the Badlands, navigating the wild towns, or camping under the stars, South Dakota is the place to get a little lost and find yourself along the way. See why there's so much South Dakota, so little time at TravelSouthDakota.com. There have been many times in my life where I really thought I could trust my gut, but I definitely shouldn't have. Definitely with a lot of those exes in the past, um, when it comes to that low fuel flashing light on my car, I just always think that it's not really serious. Trust me, it is. I've been on the side of the road way too many times. Probiotics can't help with most of your gut decisions, but if your gut needs a little support, Ritual has your back. Ritual has made a three-in-one supplement with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic to support a balanced gut microbiome, all in one minty capsule and no refrigeration needed. I love my Symbiotic Plus. I take it every day. It is, it's great because it's got all the biotics in it um, for my probiotic. I feel like it's just really helping my gut in all the ways. And actually, Ritual even invested in a study modeling the human colon, which showed that Symbiotic Plus significantly increased the microbial diversity and the growth of beneficial bacteria. We love that. We love when the thing's actually doing the work that we need it to for our gut. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash Hannah B. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash Hannah B for 25% off. I wanted to know kind of what your relationship, um, you answered beautifully, like Mm -hmm. what your past relationships were like. And I can also relate to that, except I didn't go to therapy. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I'm a bachelor, and so it made for a great, made for great TV. Yeah. But um, I also can. That was kind of my story too. Like, had mm-hmm. fell in love in high school, had the guy in college who, yeah. you know, it, it, it very similar, mm-hmm. very very similar. So when you would kind of um, refer to that back in the season, I just. I felt like it, we connected and I'm sure a lot of young girls watching like, or either like in that situation or knew what that felt like. But, um, for me, I didn't go to therapy. I ended up dating the guy, um, in Auburn and then, but still wasn't, had not healed from that other relationship. And Mm -hmm. the same, I thought that was who I was supposed to be with. I, all my friends, 
I think seven of my my girlfriends got engaged our senior year. And oh a lot of people like for you, it's you're like, oh, that doesn't seem as crazy. But now that I've like lived this world, people are like, what do you mean? Literally. <laughs> but I when you said that you felt that pressure to make it work. Totally, because mm-hmm. most of your friends are thinking like the guy that you dated in college. Right. You're, it's like, we're, we're going to make this work because this is who I'm going to like be with and I'm I'm going to be the, the I'm going to have a job for a little while I'm good, then I'm going to have some babies and I'm going to take care of them, which is all great. But right. that was just the only story around me. And I did like um, I'm still working on in therapy now. Now yeah. I'm doing work about what that type of relationship, how much it did hurt me and how much of that there was a lot of patterns of yeah. even the protection that I had and that I continue to have because of um, that being my first experience with love. Yeah. And for me, I just, I, I've started to give myself a little bit more compassion and like see that girl and be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. This is what you thought that you deserved correct that this is what you thought it was supposed to be like um you said that you did go to therapy afterwards Mm -hmm. who and why did you do that like did somebody else suggest that hey maybe you need to see help or was it you that was like i i can't do this on my own um it was it was definitely myself no one else suggested that for me which is like i think it's huge because um I even talk about this a little bit. It's just like um, coming from just like a community and just also like being black. It's like, that's not really like a thing. And like, I always want to advocate for just like my community too to just like go to therapy, but it's like growing up in like a household where that's not something that's like encouraged a lot. Um, And obviously as we know, like in society, there's just like a stigma around mental health. I was like, okay, like this is something that I know I can conquer, but like, it doesn't not help to have additional like guidance along the way. And so like knowing that and like being able to like come to terms with that, like definitely like help me or make the decision and go a lot easier. And um, initially, like I will say like starting therapy off, like with obviously like a breakup is like crazy. But um, after like, I kind of did all the work in therapy and like, you know, talking about all these things is like, I, realize like I had all the tools inside of me it's just for some reason like I couldn't like I can act on them and so like that was like kind of the purpose of like therapy for me in that moment um but like my therapist like definitely was like incredibly like proud and which is like great but um we didn't really like have an extensive time of like processing the breakup because like I processed it very well it's just like the stuff that came afterwards it's like how are we going to move past it like how are we going to like date again like what is that going to look like how are you going to be able to like identify like different patterns so like that was kind of like the self-work rather than like oh like this person was awful to me um and like getting through that that was like the initial like point but um yeah no like I definitely pushed myself and I think um like seeing that like definitely fueled the spark for like a lot of my other friends or like a, a lot of my other family members which like I don't like pride myself in, but also it's like, it's really like nice to look back and be like, Oh, like they saw me take that initiative and now they're like encouraged to do the same. So, yeah. No. And that's why I, I I love talking about it because if somebody's especially you in this role is like, Oh, well, 
oh, Charity's gone through something like this. And she went to therapy when nobody else around her was wow. advocating for her to do that. And not, not because your parents don't love you, but like, right. or friends don't support you. It's just, especially also in the South, I, I did not know a single person who went mm -hmm. to therapy and I didn't feel, um, at that time, I, I was scared to do that. Yeah. So to that you did that on your own is really powerful. And I think definitely helped you um, on the journey to healing and finding someone to love you well. Yeah. So how, um, how much time did you have in that healing process before you went and you know, dated on TV on The Bachelor. So yeah, it was like roughly like almost two years, like a year and a half, two years in between um, where I did like all that like work. I was just like single, um, focusing on myself, casually like dating around. But even then, like that was still very hard for me because I was like, I don't think I need to even like focus on like trying to date around. Like I just need to like really like pour into myself. And so um, it's crazy because like as I started to start dating around, that's when I got the call and I was like, what is going on? Um, I did not sign up for this um, for initially like Zach season. So the yeah, first I was going to ask. Yes. Yeah. Did not sign up. Um, my best friend at the time who I – I don't even say I owe everything to her, but she has been my rock. And it's so crazy because I love talking about like our friendship dynamic. She was actually one of those friends that I almost lost because of the relationship I was in, but she like still saw me and like, she knew like at some point I was going to pull myself out of this, which is so beautiful now to talk about, but like really like a rough, it was a rough patch for us, but um, she saw and knew always like what I deserved. And so she was, I think, more ecstatic than anything. Like obviously she was there to support me like through the breakup, but afterwards she was like, no, like you deserve everything. And she like casually mentioned, mentioned it to me like a couple months, like six months before I even got the call. She was like, I'm seriously gonna nominate you for the bachelorette or bachelor. And I was like, okay. Like I literally like took her as a joke. Like I was like, this is not going to happen. And he, like, they're not going to see my application or your application for me. And, um, I remember like, that was the only time we talked about it. Like it never came up any other time. And it was right after, like I, it was a week after I, I graduated my master's. Um, I'm over here trying to like pack my life up, get ready to relocate. And <laughs> I get a call from like a California number. I'm like, I don't know anyone in California. Who is this? And um, it was a casting producer and they were like, we received a nomination from you. And I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, wait a second. <laughs> so as soon as I got off the phone, I texted her. I said, did you actually submit that application when like we were joking about it she was like I was never joking and she was like this is like for you like for 100% she's like I've always saw this for you your personality I just know it's going to be great like you're going to do great on this and I was like that's if I even get like picked so like this whole time like going through the casting process again something I'm still working on but like imposter syndrome just comes up it's like I'm not deserving to be in a space like this like me of all girls in the world it's like y'all want me like what is happening and so trying to like get to the point where I'm like, okay, like obviously this opportunity is presented to me for a reason. I don't really know what that's going to look like, but it's, if anything, perfect timing because I am like in like the middle point of like my career starting and like having time and not, or I guess take off from work. So um, I was like, let me just like hop on it. And like throughout the casting process, there's just like little signs that I kept getting that I was like, okay, maybe this is something I need to pursue. And so um 
after I think like I had a summer where I was just working and then I had ended up going to Paris. My one of my best friends got married there. So I was like, okay, like just living, like living life. I get back from Paris. And then that's when I got like the official, like you are casted. And I was like, Oh my God, this is happening. And so um, couldn't believe it. But then obviously like going through like the first time around with Zach, like that was just for me, like, people always ask like, how was that experience for you? And it was truly like, I had the best time. Like it was- Best time. I loved, I loved being a contestant. I would tell anybody to be <laughs> Like, sign up. It is so fun. It was so great. I learned a lot more about myself. Um, obviously like talk about Zach, um, have so much respect for him, but like he showed me two things that like I just probably hadn't really seen a lot in like mm -hmm. guys or the guys that I was like dating. So it was like a breath of fresh air, but also like coming to the point where I did get eliminated. But even then it's like, I also was trying to make sense of what our relationship could look like. And I was like, okay, maybe this man could be my person, but maybe he's not. So it's like understanding and like making sense of that, which helped me in like the post bachelor world and processing that breakup. Um, and so, yeah, like I just accepted that experience for what it was and never in a million years again, did I think, okay, Trudy, you're going to be like the bachelorette. Did not. Cause I know like, obviously, you know how it goes. There's so many other people that are like considered and I just don't like, I'm really humble. So I don't think of myself as like, oh, like I'm going to be like the top person, the top candidate. Like I never thought that. Yeah. So I didn't know, like, obviously like that I was going to even it was going to be announced that day. I knew I had went through like the interviewing and I was like, okay, like it could be me, but it also could be the three, four other girls that they were considering. So I was like, whatever, like if it's supposed to be for me, it'll be for me. Um, but then like, obviously like being told at women tell was pure shock and like, just, I could not believe it. And um, yeah, like that was obviously like the turning point yeah. for, for me and how I ended up here. <laughs> so kind of two-part question had you watched the show before mm -hmm. and what um you said you did learn a lot about yourself mm -hmm. on the bachelor but what was like the most surprising revelation for all that made you decide oh like I really think this works mm -hmm. um I did watch um some seasons so yours Definitely, <laughs> I included it. <laughs> um, I watched your season. Um, I want to say Becca's, JoJo's, and then Peter's. So okay. yeah, so like just the, the iconic ones, as we like to say. <laughs> I definitely did watch some of the seasons, but like as a like a viewer, I just never again in a million years saw myself like oh I could be <laughs> be on there. Um, so I guess as going through the process um, as a contestant. I think for me, um, I always like pride myself on being an expressive person, but I was not always like the greatest with words um, and like the greatest mm -hmm. with like, communicating how I felt in times. And so like, obviously we know how um, intensified of an environment that is, especially emotionally. So like I did have a lot of tear play <laughs> as a contestant, but that's okay. Um, I think just like coming to terms that like, I am well-spoken or I am able to be expressive and I'm able to like communicate effectively and like transparently, like how I'm feeling these moments, which was crucial for me because the moment that you hinder yourself from being expressive or being able to like feel these things, like it stops the process or it stops the growth of what you have or what you can experience with the 
the person. And so um, I think I really allowed myself to like have that in its fullness as a contestant. And I saw like around me, like a lot of the, the girls were just like, oh, I don't want to cry. Or like, I don't like, I'm not going to show tears because it's like for some reason that that equates to strength. And I'm like, no, your tears are beautiful. Your tears are strength. I would say kind of the same thing for me of, um, it was, it was one, of, it was like a definitely a growing experience being on The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Somebody just even making me critically think about how I was feeling in these certain mo- um, these moments and what emotions were coming up that I didn't expect. Like I had never really dug that deep. And I thought that's why I, I did love being a contestant. Like, I mean, I showed a, a wide range of emotions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was it was fun but also freeing and I think that's for me yeah I, I I did like I was like man I mean it was a long shot for me to become the bachelorette like I did not mm-hmm. make it a, as far as hometown so I I did I was like you know what like if this is for me I, I do I want this to happen did you mm-hmm be bachelorette i mean i know you said you didn't like expect it for yourself but was there a part of you that's like after this experience like i really think being the bachelorette is something that is that is for me Mm-mm. no um, i really didn't and i will be so honest it's like people kept like kind of putting it in my ear and i was like mm-hmm. no like i i was so like really dismissive of it um but not in a negative way it's just like no like that's not like it's almost Even like like after yeah. the show, you, you yeah. still like, no. Okay. Well, as a contestant, I definitely did not. Think yeah. For sure. Yeah. But then even like after and like kind of processing it, every, like everything people kept saying like, Oh my goodness. Like you're just a mere sweetheart. Like people love you. Like, and it's just like, yeah, like people love me, but it's like, that's just like what they saw. They saw that on TV. And like, I also like knew myself at, at my core. So I was like, I don't like, I just don't know if that's like a thing for me. And I never like really envisioned like, the idea concept role bachelorette ever and then obviously like I remember just like getting initially approached and I was like okay like I guess they just have to go through their like you know the order of like rank not rankings I hate saying that but just like the order of like when people got eliminated and like you know they always like start with like the top four or whatever and then work their way on so I was just like I don't know like I don't know if people are really going to like connect with me I don't know if like I even like played a pivotal role like I just I I don't know like I just did not hype myself up enough and so um that's when I kind of like as like it became more of a conversation I was like I wonder why I am like being chosen or I wonder why I'm even being like considered and like I think it was just like it boiled down to like again what I just talked about it's just like the emotions it's like I was transparent I was real I didn't hold back like people connect when they at home are also experiencing these similar things and they see like, Oh, this girl's not afraid to talk about this on national television. She's going to show her true self, whether you like it or not, like that is real. And so um, at the end of the day, I was like, that's probably why I don't know. Um, And then, yeah. But for you, I guess like just not even without, without the TV show out of it, like, Mm -hmm. I guess, were you skeptical of like, oh, not even just like showing the world, but like, can I really do this? Like, oh, can I really fall in love in this short amount of time with then knowing that there's eyeballs watch eyeballs watching? It is a TV show of mm-hmm. your real life. 
-hmm. was there a part of you that was a little skeptical or was like, no, I really believe in this and want this as, you know, a potential way to find my person before. Both. Definitely both. both. Yeah. Um, so skeptical. Um, I even like, after I said yes to it, I was like, what did I just do? Because the hard reality is like, I could go through this all over again and it not work or mm -hmm. like something, whatever. Like it just, it could be another learning experience and I don't get what I truly would want out of it, which is like finding a person, but that's also okay. But it's like, I did have that idea too of like, oh, I really do think like, because it worked for me and I, I became emotionally invested. Like I would hope like that would be the same this time around too. So like, I definitely did, um, come in or like have this idea of like, oh yeah, like it, it definitely could work and I could find my forever person. This is a different way, like dating in the real world sucks. So I was like, <laughs> once like this can't be any worse, so why not? But also like extremely skeptical of like, just the whole thing of like, am I gonna get good guys? Am I gonna get people that are gonna really be here for me? Like, is it gonna work? Like, is it just gonna be like very like, just like friendly? Like, am I really going to fall in love? And like, I was not certain of that at all. So like, yeah. that was a really scary part. Americans take about 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors. The indoor air that we breathe can be up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air, according to the EPA. Indoor air pollutants can cause respiratory symptoms like sneezing, congestion, scratchy throat, and even more serious health problems like lung and heart disease. So what's the solution? Introducing Air Doctor, the air purifier that filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants so your lungs don't have to. This includes allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. So I love my Air Doctor air purifier. I am a big proponent of an air purifier because I have had all different things from just the living environment that I'm being in, having mold, um, and sometimes not knowing it to also just like having everyday allergies. Um, an air purifier is so important and I love the Air Doctor one. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code Hannah B and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock the special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code Hannah B. Real change happens when you're consistent and achieving the hair of your dreams is no exception. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to your hair routine has never been easier so you actually see the results you've always wanted. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency, y'all. With a monthly subscription to Grow Hair Serum, Vegamore makes it easy to stay consistent. Plus, you save more and never run low on the products you need to take care of your hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. For the best results, use a minimum three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker-looking hair. Fun fact, Vegamore sells one bottle of Grow Hair Serum every 50 seconds on their website. That's how good this stuff is. You guys know I love Vegamore so much. I have seen so much 
improvement in my hair because of using their products. They really are that great. Um, I like the Grow Hair Serum because I can use it on my hair when it's wet or dry. So it just helps me stay consistent depending on if it's a wash day or not. Elevate your hair wellness routine this year with Vegamore. For a limited time, get 20% off your first subscription order by going to vegamore.com slash Hannah B and use code Hannah B at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash Hannah B. Use code Hannah B to save 20% on your first order. The first night you're there, Mm -hmm. you're meeting all these guys. Was there a part of you that was like, um, and I, I I now don't really believe in like a a spark fully personally because, and I also have heard you talk about chemistry, like chemistry is important, but it's not the most. That's the only thing. Absolutely. Uh, did you, when everyone's coming out of the limo, I'm sure there was people that you initially connected with, but was there like, did you have this moment when you went back of like, oh, should I be feeling something different? Or did you feel like you were feeling all the feels from the first night? Um, I think like limos, obviously like you're, I, I will be transparent, like you're in a daze almost. It's yes. just like you're kind of going through the motions. It's like, all right, they're coming out. You're just excited to honestly see how they look, like what's their personality like initially going to be like. So like that is all that was going through my head. And I don't think um, there was really a moment where I was like, oh, like that was like a true spark, like where I was like electrified or anything. Like I did not feel that. Um, but I think there was like obviously moments where I was like, oh, this was like really sweet. Like this was really sincere. So it's like I was able to kind of like take mental note and like, okay, keep it in the back of my head. It's like this is someone I definitely want to talk to inside or just like I hope I get to talk to them inside. Um, so that's kind of how like the night like initially went but then obviously once you get inside like for, for me it was raining so like that was just not fun yeah. um so like this is chaotic night but getting into those conversations like those conversations are so important and everyone's nervous but like obviously we see me like <laughs> my first impression rose um you i was looking for like just moments and i think you can relate as a lead with everything that's going on it's just so many moving parts when you finally sit down with someone and it just is like, you don't feel like you have to like be on or you don't feel like you have to think about it. It's just like, all right, we're just like really kicking it and cooling it. Like that was how I felt with like some of the conversations that night. Um, And that was like, honestly, so refreshing. So like, those were the moments that I was kind of looking for initially. But even then, like, I don't think like, yes, I felt the energy and I felt like, okay, like this is like a good group of guys, but I can't say like, Oh, my husband, without a doubt, like, is there? Yeah. Like, I didn't like. I didn't know. <laughs> no, I, I totally get that. I, for me, it was definitely like this slower burn for sure. And I had a moment. I don't know if you had this where I was like, I don't know if my guy is here later on. Mm-hmm. Did you have one of those weeks where you just like, I don't know if I. This is a short amount of time. I don't know if I can make this decision. Or for you, was it different? It was like, um, obviously like first week and then the second week, um, when I guess this is like me giving away my love story, it's fine. (laughs) For the first two weeks, I was like, okay, I'm just like here. And like, yes, I went on like these great dates. And like, I think Aaron Aaron B was like one of my first dates. And I was like, oh, well, he exudes like, you know, these great qualities, but it's like, I'm still waiting for like that feeling, that feeling that like like truly just like shocks me and like makes me like, really like just have a moment where I'm like, Oh God, like 
it's here. Like, this is what I actually like came here for. Mm-hmm. And for me, that did not happen until um, like Oceanside. And so that was like week three, I believe. And obviously that was a conversation with Dot and where I was clearly moved to tears. Um, it, I wish there was so much more shown in that moment, but like I was like really crying and there was just so much more that he also shared in that, that moment that was just so beautiful. But it was like, that was the first time I really truly felt seen for like myself. Um, mm-hmm. And I talked about it like at the beginning um, with you, but it's just like, mm-hmm. Those are the little things that I think for me, that's what I needed rather than just like, oh, like chemistry. Like I had chemistry with a lot of people, but like it can't be enough. Like I, I can literally go in a bar and like have chemistry with someone. Like that doesn't mean that that's my person or that person is for me. So like obviously um, week three was the turning point of where I really was like, okay, it's happening. It's here. <laughs> and then from there, it just, just continued. Oh to grow continued to grow i was a little nervous i was like what if that was just like a moment that was just mm-hmm. a moment but like when i say like that was like the true like start where it just took off and i'm forever grateful yeah <laughs> uh, yeah how has um Dalton been with watching it back he honestly has been so great like yeah. he's a man <laughs> literally we watched most of the episodes together. So it's been like great because we've had happy couples that have like um, landed on like Monday. So we would watch together, um, watching it back with him. I'm always like, I think I'm so hypersensitive, um, way more of his emotions at times. Mm-hmm. And I am of mine. Cause I'm like, I know exactly what happened. You yeah. were in just like locked in with me. So um, constantly like checking in with him, but he, just communicates his feelings. He's so emotionally aware. So like, that is just like, honestly, like God given because just a man that is able to make sense of like what he's feeling, translate it back to me. And then like, come up with a plan of like, how are we going to like together move yeah. forward? The next question, like y'all yeah. have kind of come up with a plan of how, yeah. to, cause I think that's so important. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all talks about, okay, what's life gonna, going to be like after this when everybody knows we're together? Yeah. Some people are some people in BFE somewhere are gonna be mad and upset because they liked somebody else or they're gonna start make, getting mm-hmm. poking at their relationship. Y'all have decided and, and have made a plan for action on that. Yes, 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 yes. All those things. Um I think we're just like both like it's truly a blessing because um, again, I just say someone who's just equally as emotionally aware, but just also mature Um, the little things like don't bother him versus like, I, I just, we talk about it and joke about it now. It's just like, if I pick someone else, like I could see like something like this, like pissing them off or like making them upset and then like they would get mad at me. But like, that's not the case. Like he just is always so reassuring, but gracious, like with me knowing like I had to do X, Y, Z to get to the point of where we're at. So like him understanding that in itself is huge, but like, just like, obviously like we, we watch or like we see things like on the internet and like, we don't initially, I think it was harder for us to kind of like work through and like be like, okay, what does this mean? Or like how, like for me, it was a lot more harder. Cause I am just very hard on myself too at times, but also like just seeing like the critics are just like people trolling yeah. on the internet. that's not easy ever to deal with and obviously this is the first time i'm ever having to deal with that so like i don't know what i'm doing but he's just so sweet and like he helps me with like just like setting boundaries we're like we're not going to do this today like an angel um so yeah <laughs> we have a game plan for how we're going to like deal with 
you know, life outside of this. And now that it's announced um, <laughs> what it's going to, like, what it's going to look like. Um, yeah. We're both like, just always on the same page and I am really appreciative of that. Yeah. Have you been like really supportive with how everything has turned out? You being engaged, bringing yeah. up. Yeah. Um, so obviously they met him initially at like the meet the parents, like the last episode before proposal. And, um, yeah, I, I was obviously scared because I'm just like, I love these two guys. And it's like, <laughs> what are my parents or my family going to think? And I will say, like, it just went so beautifully for both of them. Uh, my mom is definitely a lot more critical at times. And that's just my mom because she has seen me, like, truly in the depths with my past relationships. So she's, like, so, like, making sure, like, oh, my goodness, like, this person needs to be, like, really good for my daughter. Um, but then I think, obviously... <clears throat> once I got the opportunity to like sit back down with them and like recap, like, okay, these are both of them. I'm in love with both of them. What are your thoughts? And like, they were just both like, just so elated and happy for me. And they were like, you can't go wrong. Like that's essentially what like my parents said. Um, and both gave like their input on, on both of them of what, where they feel like, you know, these would be like just good things for you and your life moving forward with this person and also with this person, but like ultimately it's up to you. And I, I think for, a lot of it, I was trying to get my parents almost to kind of say like who they wanted. And I was like, no, Tree, you, you can't do that because like, yes, your parents are going to support you, but also like, this is your decision. You have to marry this person. You have to be with this person and spend time with them. And it can't be like what your parents want. Like, obviously it's like, I want them to be in support, but it was for me to make. And so, um, yeah, I think getting their blessing, they both got the blessings from the parents. So like with Dotton, um, just they, they love him and they think he's just an outstanding guy. And so we're just really excited now to just obviously join our lives together wow. and <laughs> just be happy. Where does he live? So he's in um, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you'll have a plan for how y'all are going to. Yeah. So um, we are not planning on doing long distance. Oh, <laughs> I was like, probably it's crazy. Um, we do not want to do long distance at all. Um, it's just like, I'm in Charlotte right now. So like, it's just, I mean, it's a quick flight, but like, we're just, I don't know if this is a bad thing. We're just like too in love. <laughs> so yeah. like, we just, like, really don't want to do that. Um, so we've talked about, um, possibly me coming to New York, but if not, um, don't really know what the next segment of my life is going to look like. So if yeah. there is like opportunities for me, like in LA, we don't want to, we both don't want to be there um, long-term. Like we mm -hmm. have come to that because we just like the lifestyle, the type of people and like no shade to anyone in LA, but I think you can also just relate. It's just, it's totally yeah. different. So right now we're set on New York and um, there's so many opportunities there and yes great community that you can make there mm -hmm. i think that would be so fun i think okay. living in new york would be great for this season of life for sure i definitely agree um yeah so either way like both big cities um ample opportunities but we're just gonna temporarily like take things day by day but um either way it goes if we do decide on new york it won't be um forever um it'll mm -hmm. be like a couple years just because like if at a point when we start thinking about like just getting married and having kids it's like we definitely want to be in like a more 
I don't know. I told him, I was like, I'm bringing you back down to the south. <laughs> <laughs> he's, coming, he's coming back to Georgia. <laughs> I ain't never going to be Georgia, but he's coming to this region. I just need, like, you know, obviously, or even like, well, probably not. Come to Nashville. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking, I told him, I was like, maybe Nashville. So we'll see. So he's totally open to that. But we definitely just want to, like, have a moment to ourselves and just live in a fun space and city and, yeah, be cute little cuties. No, I- <laughs> I think that's setting yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know like if people who decide to do long distance, like I th- it's it's worked for some people and some people it hasn't. But I think that um, being able to navigate this time together mm-hmm. is so crucial. So crucial. In yes. um, all of this, did you ever have or do you still have any moments of like, insecurity so many voices are coming at you mm-hmm. how have you been able you you are so confident but what kind of grounds you in that is it other people around you is it your faith is mm-hmm. it just doing all the work that you've done to know who you are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how do you but do you still have those moments and and how do you combat that yeah um i would be um, lying if I said I didn't, because at the end of the day, we're all human. So whether or not that's like four days on and you're just feeling so good and then you have one bad day, that's also okay. Um, I will say I'm not perfect, but I think for me, it's like, yes, when I do have those moments where I notice that I'm like starting to come back or go into that like sunken, yeah, sunken space a little bit, I'm like, Mm-mm, let's, let's wait. Um, let, let's figure out what's, what's going on and where is the root of this coming from. So I think it's just like, obviously like knowing how to identify that is huge. So that's like the first step, but also like I can always resort back to just like who I am as a person and knowing that like at the end of the day, end of the day, yes, I, I did go on television to find love, but like that doesn't define me. And I think once people, I think the biggest piece for me at least is like leaving this space and leaving like the bachelor world and like gaining like autonomy and control over like my relationship and like who I am. Like, that was just a time and that was broadcasted for everyone to see and like enjoy. And that's great. But like life goes on and like, this mm-hmm. is a next chapter. So like regaining like that, that control over my life again, um, definitely like helps. And I, it, it's hard sometimes, like obviously people are not going to always agree with what you do, but like that is whether or not my life was on TV or not, that was going to be like the case anyway. So mm-hmm. I think that, was that, and then also just like coming to terms is like, I made the best decision for myself. Like people aren't, me and they're not in this position they don't even know like they see again an edited version of a tv show they don't know the conversations they don't know everything in its entirety so um i think just being rest assured and like who i am as a person but also knowing like it's my life it's my decision and no one else can control that but myself and so For sure. yeah uh kind of want to go just touch briefly back more about the schedule and this quick amount of time yeah what I know for me, I was like so shocked. You think as a contestant, oh my god, it is nothing. You have what, no idea. What did you do? Yeah, you have no idea. And they said they're tired. I'm like, oh, you know? <laughs> no idea. You <laughs> tired. Um, what I mean, did you have any moments by yourself? How did you use those? How did you make it? It is, I, and I know that sounds crazy. People are here like, what do you mean? How did you make it? You know what I mean. How oh, did you yes. survive and keep yourself 
um, grounded? Like what were little things that you, you did to survive the schedule? Um, the schedule was truly the biggest shock of my life. I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't know honestly how I'm going to do this. It was really scary, honestly, at first, because I think they can tell you as much like, oh, like the schedule's going to be intense, but you really don't know what that's like Mm -hmm. until you were in it and going through it. And again, on top of how emotionally like intense and mentally intense, it's like, it takes a toll physically in your body. So it's like, you're always moving. You're always on the go. I remember like I had to like get to the point where I was like, I need like protein bars. Cause like, I can't even like have a full meal right now. And it's like, that's like crazy to talk about, but it's like the truth and the reality. So it's like, that was a lot. Um, but also just like finding moments where I'm like, I'm always around someone. I'm always with someone. It's like, I just need like a moment to myself. So I had to like, actually like speak up and advocate like, I just need, give me like five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, like, please. And like, I started like telling them like, I need this moment in my schedule beforehand so I can journal so I can like clear my head out. And like, they respected that. And like, I was like, this is a part of like, I'm sorry, but like, let's talk about it. My mental health. Like, if you guys want me to like, to be sane, I need these moments to myself to where I can like be in tune, connect and like have moments to just meditate. And so um, with that, yeah, like I journaled a lot, um, had moments where I was just like to myself, peaceful, um did request like massages like I needed that to just like get all that bad energy and, like, out um but also like my faith was a huge part so like um mm-hmm. on top of bringing my like um like journal I had my bible and like my devotions with me and then like obviously I don't have a phone but I would tell like producers like I need this song played today like it was just like my grounding song so like all of like just like my you know contemporary Christian songs like that was just so helpful for me to just like have moments and then obviously like just praying throughout like that was just really helpful for me and it's like a lot of people won't understand whether or not you identify like with like religion or not like for me like that's just a huge aspect of my life and so being able to like incorporate that in like my daily routine as I'm doing all this nonsense <laughs> was, was huge so, yeah. no I I definitely relate to that that was something I tried to advocate um for for myself and I had moments for sure but it was the first time uh, I was not prepared for like, oh yeah, you get moments, but it's like five minutes. And right. that was really important. I needed that groundedness. I, I think what a lot of people can take from listening to this conversation is you were, you had, had done a lot of the work before. Mm-hmm. And I think that really set you up for success. It set, set you up with, um, trusting yourself a little yeah. bit more. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think it would be really hard if you didn't even have those five minutes. And like you said, whether or not like faith is a part of your life, mm-hmm. I think it it is so important when you're in a new environment, especially dating, to take time to assess how yes. you're feeling. Yes. What like, especially in a schedule like that, it's go, 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 next thing, next dopamine hit, next adrenaline, next drama that you have to try to um, somehow settle. Mm -hmm. It it can make it really hard to know, okay, is this how I'm feeling? Or is this where like the story's going? Correct. I mean that, um, I'm not saying like you get to make your own decisions, but you can get caught up in, in, um, you know, this guy is it's coming in as like the sweet guy that does everything and says everything right. So maybe I should go this way because this is where the story goes or, 
oh, this guy makes me feel alive. Yes. But is that <laughs> yeah. alive in a good way? Or is he just making all my emotions go up and down? Exactly. And exciting. And I think it's really smart of you that you advocated for yourself for those, those times to just get mm-hmm. centered. And I think that's why it led you to the decision that you've made. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any um, regrets? I always say no, because every single decision that I made led me to where I'm at now. And mm-hmm. that I can say I'm grateful for. I have learned watching this back to give myself grace in that I did what was best with the information that I knew at the time. Yes. And that is all you can go off of. So watching it back, sure, like I'm getting a hype in the moment of like, that's insane. Like, I didn't know you were feeling that way. I should have like maybe took the rose back. But it's like, no, like I didn't know any better and I did not have full like outlook on like everything that was going on behind the scenes. So it was like I could only go based off of what I was feeling. And, and we're talking about Brayden. Yes, correct. For example, with the statue of Rosemary. Yes. He's like, <laughs> but I mean, he's uh, TV, truly. He's but like, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I, really enjoyed him but did you like have it in the back of your mind like oh like he's good tv and he is fun to hang out with that's really what i was resorting to like it wasn't even like the good tv because like obviously i don't know what's going to make air but it's like you're really fun like and i are you going to be my husband i don't know but like am i having fun with more fun with you than someone else yeah (laughs) so like that's okay (laughs) i know you wanted to get engaged at the end Mm -hmm. when he would have these conversations with you about having doubts was there part of you that was like, oh, at least he's being honest. Mm-hmm. And some of these other people are like, no, I am for sure ready to get engaged. But like, you've only had 20, really? You've only had like maybe 20 minutes of conversation with me. Yes. And so, yeah. yeah. So, go ahead. And so I think some people see that and it's like, oh my gosh, like he just said that he's unsure. I empathize with, um, oh, at least he's saying it. Like, yes, this is what I want for mm-hmm. sure. And maybe we're not in the same place, but at least he's being honest with me. And maybe that was my own insecurity. Yeah. Did you feel that way? No, 100%. Um, and I can like give an example of like um, someone who would always talk about like, oh, like I see like forever with you. I see you as my wife and I'm ready to take you home. Like we saw that like very easily after like Sean won the group date in Oceanside. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, like this is our first real moment together, Sean. So it's like, this yeah. is crazy, but it's like, okay, like I'm glad you feel that way. But also like for me too, I'm like taking all of that still. With yes. And it's like, hold on, like, hold on. But yeah. like with Braden, it's like, yes. Like I realized watching it back, like how he would talk with the guys. Like it was very, that was, that was the issue. Yes. Like he was, would go back. Yeah. Yes. So he was very different with the guys and how he would talk about like things with me, but still the moral of the story is like, he still was very like honest with where he was at. So he, mm-hmm. he's not lying about that when he was like, I told you everything like he did, but it's also, it's like, it's how you're saying it to me versus how you're saying it to the guys. Cause you're like, you're really bold and like, I'm packing my bags. I'm out of here. But then it's like, I just really like, just know I really like you, but like, I just don't know. Like, I'm still, I'm sure like it's complete. Like it was the change of tone. It was like how the wording was, it was so different. So that in it, for me was like, I don't know, sometimes came off as like a little manipulative, but overall, like he was very like open and honest about where he was at. And I did appreciate that. And I told him time and time again, like, I get like, you're unsure about this, this whole 
process because it is very fast paced. And like with him, definitely something I was very appreciative of, but still hard. Like when I like make sense of our entire relationship and what that really looked like. Yeah. <laughs> well, why I wanted to talk to you and why I've admired you so much is um, I don't think you could have done anything different. I just have being on that side, being someone that has grown and learned so much from from my time there, mm-hmm. watching you, I felt like, oh, wow, this is somebody that girls can really um, look up to and how you handled the, all these situations that are not normal. Yeah. But you're putting yourself out there. And I have a lot of friends right now. It's kind of like how I want to wrap it up. Yeah. That, you know, have been heartbroken, have, um, you know, maybe had some of those those hard, um, not ego hits, but have, mm-hmm. are scared of love again because of how they, they thought love act was yeah the love that they thought that, that they have experienced. You obviously like you've, you've healed from that and you did that like for the world to see. And now you are in love and engaged. What, mm-hmm advice would you give someone who is um, apprehensive, but ready to put themselves back out there again and date? What would you tell them? Um, It is okay to be apprehensive. Like that is completely normal. And I want to normalize that. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's scary in general. Like this is life and you just, you will never always have all the answers that you need. You will never be, and as maybe bad as this might sound, but like, it's okay. You will never be 100% sure. Yep. Um, there will always be like that 2% or like that 3%, however margin you want to like leave. But if you have done the work on yourself, I'll always start there. Like it, it always starts with mm-hmm. it. If you were searching for happiness with someone else, you will fail every single time. And I don't like to use that word, but it's the truth. You will truly fail every single time. Um, So if you can find happiness within yourself, you are secure in yourself and you know exactly what it is that you're looking for, the standards that you have as a, as a person and just allowing yourself to just have fun with it. I think Mm -hmm. so much pressure on like dating. It's like, I have to do this right. Or like, like it's dating is not supposed to be this chore, this task. Like it's supposed to be fun. Obviously, like pay attention to like the ones that are just no good and like red flags. But like sure. have fun with it. Like give yourself like the opportunities to explore. You, you're never gonna stop evolving. You're never gonna stop growing. So like dating is also can be used for that. So if you're in a place where you're ready to put yourself out there, just like go for it. Leap of faith. Um, at the end of the day, I will say. Um, your intuition will never lead you astray. Um, mm-hmm. That is something that I've had to just like kind of come to terms with because I would always like deny or just be like, mm, like that's just like me in my head. But like I'm telling you, like learning to be in tune with like how your body is feeling around someone or just like knowing what those like feelings or sensations are like inside, that is also going to be a huge like sign and, and, and guidance for you. So um, just starting with just loving yourself. And then I'm telling you, like, it'll come to you and it'll probably shock you or just like come out of left field and you're like, whoa, what's going on? But it will be the most beautiful thing ever. So (laughs) that was such great advice. And I totally 
agree with everything that you're saying. Charity, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. You um, really taught me a lot and could teach a lot of other people how to advocate for yourself, love yourself first to be able to find the love story that I'm so excited to continue to root for with you and Dalton. So thank you for being here. Thank you, Hannah. Um, it has been truly a pleasure. And again, um, you are such an inspiration to me, so many others, and to even just be in this space with you right now. Like, <laughs> again, I'm just like, I'm still in awe, but um, never letting a moment like this, like be taken for granted. So I cannot wait, hopefully to maybe come back or us like yes. up and have yeah. together. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Dalton and Adam would be buddies. So let's make that happen. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Thank you, Anna. In order to support our show, we need the help of some great advertisers. And we want to make sure those advertisers are ones you'll actually want to hear about. But we need to learn a little bit more about you to make that possible. So go to podsurvey.com slash Hannah B and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you better. That way we can bring the advertisers you won't want to skip. Once you've completed the quick survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash H-A-N-N-A-H-B. Thanks for your help.